Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Well, hello, friends. I told you that today in our Friday Faith Follow-Up, we would be talking about sanity. Yeah, we're going to be talking about how to maintain some level of sanity, some level of peace in your home, in your heart, when your family's routines and rhythms just totally fly out the window. Now, hopefully you have some healthy family rhythms or you're working on them with what we talked about earlier this week. But even when you have them, we have to be realistic that life is not always going to look the way that we think it will, the way that we want it to. And that's what we're going to talk about today, to just take a few minutes and remind ourselves that we're never in as much control as we think we are, no matter how much great work and planning and and everything that we've done to get some good rhythms going for our family. And so when everything is flying out the window, nothing is going according to plan, how do we stay sane and peaceful and still enjoy family life? That's what we're talking about today. And I want to ground all of this in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 9, which tells us, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Now, certainly there's a lot of prayer that this points us to as we are planning our course, because the more that we are asking God, you know, what should I be planning? How should we be structuring our days? What sort of rhythms should we have in place for our family? You know, you're, it's a lot more likely then that you're going to be um, on track with what God wants for you, that you're going to be planning a course that is pleasing to him and honoring to him and and fulfilling for your family. But at the end of the day, no matter what you've planned and how well you have planned it, it is the Lord who will establish your steps. And we think we have a lot more control than we actually have. I know that if we follow all the steps that I talked about um, in the main episode, episode 96, about developing those healthy family rhythms, if you follow all those steps, you will come up with hopefully some great family rhythms. You'll all get on the same page about kind of what do our days look like and our weeks look like? Why do they look that way? What are our priorities? You can hop back to that episode to listen to some of those kind of action steps for how to make that happen. But even when you've developed that and you're in that rhythm and it's it's going and you're flowing and like you're all connecting and things are good, you are not actually controlling things. You are not making things go well for yourself or your family. And then when we least expect it, you know, people get sick or plans get canceled or our hormones get out of control or we get tired or inflation hits and our grocery budget is suddenly through the roof. <laughs> things come up that throw our schedules, our plans, even our flexible rhythms totally out of whack. And even beyond those things that happen that interrupt our best plans, the people sometimes are the reason that things are not going well. Because let's face it, our children are not robots. 
We can have the best plans in the world, but they are not necessarily going to do what we think they should or what we tell them to. Our husbands, you know, they have their own priorities, their own preferences. Just because we might have determined this is a great time to do our family devotions, this is a great way to do it, this is why we do it. Well, we can't necessarily control that or make it look exactly like we want it to because we're not the only person involved. Everyone in your household has their own preferences, their own personalities, their own ways of doing things, and people are not always going to react or act in ways that we might think are the best. And so when all of that is happening, when people have the flu and your schedule, your routine, your rhythm is flying out the window, um, something totally unexpected has come up where you really just have to adjust and try to figure out how do we how do we make this work while we're figuring it out? We need to remind ourselves ultimately that you may have planned your course, but the Lord establishes your steps and that is a good thing. We do not actually want to be in control, my friend. We want God to be in control because he is all powerful. He is all knowing. He is all good. And so if he establishes our steps in a direction that we don't like or that we didn't expect or that we are not feeling prepared for, it's okay because he's got it. It did not surprise him. It is not outside of his plan and he has a purpose in all of it. And so I want to share three Bible verses or Bible passages that I would encourage you to lean into, to read, to memorize, to study. Um, If you are in that season where it's like, oh my gosh, we are just spinning around in circles and nothing is going well. How do we maintain that sense of peace, even when our plans are totally out the window? I would encourage you to reflect on 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 which is a reminder to us that God's grace is sufficient for us and his power is made perfect in our weakness. And I don't know about you, but there there's, I mean, I'm not going to say there's no other time that I feel as weak, but I do feel really weak when my plans are not happening. When my family has to like adjust, what do our rhythms look like? I, I feel very ineffective. I feel like I'm not getting anything done. I feel like I'm not connecting with people because I'm just figuring out how do I wash the dishes every day? How do I get some food on the table? Like I get so bogged down in the basics that I don't feel productive. I don't enjoy it. I don't feel like we're connecting. I'm feeling really weak in those seasons of life when there's no routine, I can't predict what's coming. No one is quite on the same page about the rhythm for our day and our week. And I need to remember in those moments, God's power is made perfect in my weakness. So that's 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And the second Bible passage I would encourage you to reflect on is Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34. This is a pretty famous section where where Jesus is talking about the reality that we don't need to worry about anything. Now we do worry about lots of stuff, but we don't need to. Just like the flowers of the field, God's taking care of them. We don't need to worry about anything. Just like the birds in the air, we don't need to worry about anything. God will provide God will protect. God will take care of all of it. It tells us there in verse 27, can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? 
And that is such powerful language that our Lord used because we do, we worry and worry and worry. And especially when we think we had this great plan and now it's not happening. We have this rhythm and we're all feeling it. We're, we're enjoying life. We're connecting. We're in a good season. And then boom, all of a sudden we're not. We can worry about that. We can stress about that. But that's not actually going to change anything. That's not going to change how we live our life or how much time we have with these people that we love. And so verses 25 to 34 here in Matthew 6 um, are a really helpful reminder. We don't need to worry about clothes. We don't need to worry about our food. We don't need to worry about our routines or rhythms or our to-do list because our Heavenly Father knows exactly what we need and He will provide it. Verses 33 and 34, so it kind of closing out this chapter here in Matthew 6. Seek first his kingdom, God's kingdom, and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I know, friends, when you've worked to kind of get that rhythm in place for your family, and then all of a sudden it's falling apart, it's not going well, you can't live it out. Um, That's really frustrating, but we don't need to worry about it. And in some ways, that is the beauty of a rhythm compared with a tight schedule that you're trying to follow is that, you know, you can be totally off track for a few days, even a few weeks. And then when you are able to get back into it, it's like that sigh of relief for everyone in the family. Like, oh yeah, oh, okay, this is nice. Like there's a reason we had this rhythm in place in the first place. And it can feel so refreshing and comforting and rewarding. But if we spend the entire time in that in-between part, worrying and stressing and trying to figure everything out, we may not even notice when the opportunity comes to get back into that actual rhythm for our family. So even when you feel like you have to worry or you need to worry, Don't bother, friends, because God has got it. So that's Matthew chapter 6, 25 to 34. And then the last verse that I would encourage you to lean into. Now, there are plenty of passages that make this same point. uh, But if we look at Psalm 119, verse 105, it reminds us that God's word is a lamp for our feet. And when we are in this season you know, our routine is out the window, everyone is sick, or everyone is tired, or no one's on the same page, or just for whatever reason, we're not able to live life day to day in the way that we are used to and that we know is best. We need to turn to God, turn to his word as the source of wisdom, as the lamp for your feet. When we have a rhythm in place, part of the benefit of that is that we kind of know what to expect. It's a little more predictable. We know what's coming. We don't have to stress about it or worry about it or plan everything. We can just go on to the next thing because we're all ready for it. And when that is out the window, God is still ready for it, my friends. And so turning to him, leaning into him, reading his word, praying, enjoying Christian music, whatever it is for your family and for you personally, take that time. Don't pull away from that devotional time, that time with the Lord, but this is really the time we need to lean into it. And you might find, you know, gosh, the routine is out the window. I don't have time to read my Bible in the morning. I don't have time to do the things I normally do for my devotions. Okay, 
that doesn't mean that you just stop it. It might mean it looks different for a few days or a few weeks. You don't have time to sit down and read the Bible. Well, I guarantee you on your phone, you can find an app that will read the Bible to you. (laughs) You don't maybe have time to um, listen to the podcasts or the sermons or whatever it is that, that you enjoy every day. Well, have some different conversations with your kids, with your husband, ask questions, talk about things. Uh, maybe you listen to more gospel music or Christian worship music. Whatever it is that gets God's word into your brain, that is what you need during these seasons. And then at the end of it, don't be afraid to get right back into that rhythm. And it might need to change based on, you know, what might have happened. Like, oh, we have a new priority now or we're in a new season of life. We just had a baby or whatever it is. The kids just started back at school. There's all sorts of things that might change what your day-to-day, week-to-week rhythms look like. But when you're past the season through that that door of of just chaos and trying to stay sane in the middle of it, Notice when you go through that and you're on the other side and you can get back into a rhythm. It might need to look different. It might be a time for something new, but you can develop that. You can work on that. You can follow those same steps we talked about on Tuesday in episode 96. But don't think you're going to be stuck in this total chaos for forever. It happens to the best of us. It happens probably more often than we like and probably in the moments when we feel like this is the least... Uh, the least beneficial time for this to happen. But again, it's God's time. He knew what was going on and he decided we're going to let everybody get the flu. We're going to let this happen. And so we need to trust that he will work good, that he will make his power perfect in our weakness, that he will be in control and lead us through these seasons that can feel totally overwhelming. So my friend, let me close this out today with a word of prayer. Holy Father, we praise you that your power is made perfect in our weakness. We acknowledge that we are weak, even when we think we've got it all together. We don't. And we praise you, God, that that we can rely on your grace, that we can trust in your word. We thank you that you are always with us, always present, even when we feel totally overwhelmed, just as much as you are in the times when we are comfortable and happy and enjoying our routines and our rhythms and the fake control that we think we have. But Lord, I pray for everyone listening that if they're in that season of chaos, Lord, I pray that you will walk them through it. And if we are not, if we're developing some some rhythms and kind of figuring out how do we all get on the same page and live out our priorities for family life, Lord, I pray that you will give wisdom there, that you will lead each of us in understanding our family and the season of life that we're in. And Lord, I pray for your hand of blessing on each woman listening right now to this podcast. I pray that you will bless her marriage and bless her devotional life with you, her spiritual growth. I pray that you will bless her children and her relationship with them. Lord, that you will surround her with good friends and good teaching and good mentors with encouragement and hope and joy. Lord, we pray that you will be the king of our lives. And we trust this will happen and is happening in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, friends, that is all we have for this week. 
um, please be reaching out if you have ideas, if you have questions, if you have thoughts about the rhythms for your family, how I could be praying for you or um, helpful for you, please reach out. You can always reach me on Instagram or email, all the things. It's all at Love Your People Well. <laughs> uh, the website too, lots of resources there, loveyourpeoplewell.com. And we will be back next week with episode 97. I can hardly believe it, but it's true. So next week, my friends, until then, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.